You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 27. Hey, this is Liz Watt. Do you know you have a light within you just waiting to be shared with this world? Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. But as we become more aware of this light, this light can become our ultimate guidance emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So I want to ask you, do you want to take a journey with me? Do you want to take a journey together and bring our light to this world? If so, let's shine for all to see. Hey everyone, it's Liz and I want to welcome you out to today's podcast. So how's everyone doing? How is everything going on in your life? Are you finding ways to be able to bring your light to the world more? I sure hope so because that's what this podcast is about, is that recognizing our light and seeing how we can bring more light to this world. When I do a podcast, I cannot batch podcasts. That is where you you record multiple podcasts at a time. And that's because that's not how Heavenly Father wants me to do this podcast. It would be so nice to be able to just batch them and then um, time them and put them out in, in, an, in an order like that. And then I would just have to have a few days that I get it all out and then I wouldn't have to worry about it for a couple of months. But that is not how Heavenly Father wants me to do this podcast. He wants me to be able to teach me and help me to learn and look around and observe, see what's going on in life. And then that's when he gives me the information of what he wants me to share. And so sometimes I'll get back-to-back things of that he wants me to share. And sometimes it takes a little while. And then sometimes also... I get crazy going on in in life and then I just kind of forget about, oh, I need to start thinking about the podcast because he doesn't always just give it to me. I have to ask and then he becomes the teacher. I knew that I needed to get out another podcast because I just have that desire within me to be able to teach. And I was up one night in the middle of the night and... I really like sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night because I don't have any distractions, but I can just start praying. I can start meditating and praying, and sometimes that's when I get my greatest answers to my prayers is in the middle of the night. So while I was up one night, I just started to pray, and I just asked, you know, I really want to get out this podcast. Is there something do you want me to talk about? Can you bring something to my mind so I can know where to start? And as I prayed, nothing really came to me. And so I ended up falling asleep. But then when I woke up in the morning, all of a sudden, I just, it was right before that when you're asleep and then you're going towards, you're awake. You know that in-between stage? That's exactly like where I was. And all of a sudden, I just heard the words that said, I need more doers than followers. And I knew that that was for the podcast. 
I knew that that's what he wanted me to talk about, is that he needs more doers than followers. So more doers than followers, what exactly does that mean? We have been taught our whole life that we need to follow Christ. So then why is he telling me that he needs more doers? So today, I hope this podcast inspires you to become more of a doer along with a follower. In Matthew 4, 19 in the New Testament, it says, And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishermen of men. So right here, he is telling us if we follow him, then he's going to show us how to become a fishers of men. He's going to show us what we can do to become fishers of men. He's not saying, just come and follow me. But he's saying, come and follow me, and I will make you fishermen of men. I will teach you and show you what you need to do. There was probably a lot of people that just followed Christ. that just followed him around, listening to him, and got inspiration. But Christ will use those people who are the doers to be able to build up his kingdom. Right now, he needs more doers than followers. He has plenty of followers, but he needs doers. And it's these doers that's going to build up the kingdom here on earth. Right now, I'm writing a primary program for our primary in church. And if some of you that don't know that it is, it's um, the kids that are under the age of 12 I am over charge of them. Like I have counselors underneath me, we have teachers, and we run a whole organization to be able to help and teach these kids that are under the age of 12. And once a year, there's a program that these kids put on. And it's all about everything that we've learned throughout the year. And so I'm in the middle of trying to write this pro- this primary program. And sometimes, you know, it can be really overwhelming. You know, we are taught from a young age that we need to be like Jesus. Maybe we need to do more than just follow him. And there's a song that we're going to be singing in it called, it says, I'm trying to be like Jesus. But you know what? Maybe we need to be more than just follow him. But maybe we need to be like him. Maybe we need to do as he does. Maybe we need to have him show us how to be fishers of men. On social media and even on this podcast, even me, I like to look at the likes and the comments. Uh, You know, how many people are following me? I have to admit, it makes me happy when I see um, people download my podcast. But this podcast isn't it about how many likes I get or how many downloads there are, but is how your life has changed because of what you have shared from this podcast. That is what brings me the most joy. The information that I share is, I feel, is divinely received, and I hope that I can convey the perfect message he gives to me. Sometimes I get a right And sometimes I miss the mark. Sometimes I need the Spirit to touch those that listen so that they can be taught by the Spirit. 
But this is where we look at what a follower is and what a doer is. Christ said to Peter, follow me and I will make you a fisher of men. If you will follow him, then he will show you what to do to bring others to Christ. Being a fisherman takes work, a lot more work than just going to a store and picking up a fish. You have to put in the work and then you will get the reward. Christ needs more doers because he needs those to show others how to come to Christ. He needs you to set your fears and your inabilities aside. You know, put yourself, your appearance, your stamina aside, and physically do things that will bring people to Christ. That might mean you have to get yourself out of your shell. You might have to put yourself out there, being in uncomfortable positions. You might be asked to do things that you never thought you could do. But he needs you to help guide others to him. We can all read our scriptures, say our prayers, fast, and even love. Those are all good, and we should all be doing these. Doing these can strengthen us. But you keeping all of that to just strengthen you is not building up the kingdom. What you do with what you learn is what will determine if you are helping or building his kingdom. Think of this. You are a parent and you want to protect your child from pornography. So you study and you learn and you listen to talks, you read scriptures, you fast, you pray, you attend conferences, and so on. You have learned so much about how to protect your kids. But then you fail to, to, to do the work by putting in the protections, by putting on filters, putting the computers in your main area, restrictions with devices in their rooms, checking phones regularly, um, constant conversations with your children about the subject, teaching them what it looks like in the world. All of this can be exhausting. But that is a thing. Being a do- doer can be exhausting. And because of this, people will learn to follow, but they don't do. They will learn all the information they need to learn to be able to protect their children, but they don't actually implement the things that they've learned to protect their children. Christ is asking you to do. He's asking you to do more to bring others to him. I want to take a moment and look at your own life. How can you become more of a doer? How can you change your social media? How can you improve your callings at church? What conversations can you initiate? Where can you serve as a disciple of Christ? What can you change in your house to show others you are a follower of Christ? This last four years, I have had the privilege of serving as the primary president like I talked to you about earlier. The other day, the stake president was over at our house, and this is the guy that's over um, all the different wards in our stake. So there's multiple wards, and then there's a stake president that's over those wards. And I was talking to him about my calling. I told him that if I was to be paid for this, I don't think I could do my calling. The only reason why I'm able to do this calling is because the Lord is sustaining me in this calling. 
He is the one who gives me the strength to, to, to continue and serve those little kids. He gives me the knowledge and understanding. He gives me inspiration, shows me what the kids need, prompts me to reach out, and helps me to connect with kids and teachers. When we are doing something for the Lord, He will give us the strength we need when we need it. Now, I did not say that this would take away the fears, the unknown, and even the hard work, but He will sustain you and give you the strength to when you are doing His work. In Mosiah 24, the people of Alma were under the Lamanite king, and a servant of the king named Amulon was appointed a ruler over Alma and his people. Soon, Amulon began to put not only restrictions, but heavy labors on the people of Alma. And then in verses 13 through 15, it says, And it came to pass that the voice of the Lord came to them in their affliction, saying, Lift up your heads and be of good comfort, for I know of the covenant which you have made unto me, and I will covenant with my people and deliver them out of bondage. And I will also ease the burdens which are put upon your shoulders, that even ye cannot fill them upon your backs, even while you are in bondage. And this will I do, that you may stand as a witness for me hereafter, that you may know for a surety that I, the Lord God, do visit my people in their afflictions. And now it came to pass that the burdens which were laid upon Alma and his brethren were made light. Yea, the Lord did strengthen them, that they could bear up their burdens with ease, and they did submit cheerfully and with patience to all the will of the Lord." When you become not only, not only a follower, but a doer of the Lord, He will give you the strength, the words, the promptings, the inspiration to help you bring others to Christ. He needs all of us to bring forth His work. He needs all of us to set our fears aside and do things that are out of our comfort zone. He needs us to not stop because of these burdens because he will give us the strength. He needs us to actively and physically be involved in bringing others to him. Faith only works through movement. We show our faith by moving forward and doing. I promise you that the more you become a doer, the more Christ can use you as his vessel, the more you can bless others, the more you can change this world for good, and the more you can bring more light to this world. I have this friend, and she has a heart of gold. She loves to make this world a better place. I always say that she knows what you need before you even know what you need, and that is because she was, she's continually looking for opportunities to help and bless other people's lives. She is a true disciple of Christ. She continually looks for opportunities, humanitarian things that she can do to help and bless other people's lives. She is a true doer of Christ. She not only talks about Christ, but she does as Christ does. And that is what I'm talking about of being a doer of Christ. A couple of months ago, 
I just felt like I had this heavy burden that was on me. And so I decided that I was just going to start texting people in my neighborhood to see how they're doing and what's going on. By the end of doing this little texting frenzy that I did, I ended up finding out three different people that I reached out to were suffering. And by the end of that week, they all had meals that I brought to them. If I had not chosen to reach out of myself and just see how people are doing, they would not have gotten meals from me. I feel the Spirit is continually prompting you to help others and reach out to them. But it's these fears and insecurities that we hold on to that keep us from not serving. You know, what if I wouldn't have followed that prompting? These people wouldn't have felt love from our Heavenly Father. They wouldn't have been able to feel the love of Christ in their lives that was given to me. In the Book of Mormon, Mosiah 2.17, it says, And behold, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom, that you may learn that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you are only in the service of your God. When you serve others, when you bring others to Christ, when you put yourself out there and do hard things, you are only serving God. Sister Julie B. Beck, a former Relief Society Journal president, taught, The ability to qualify for, receive, and act on personal revelation is the single most important skill that can be acquired in this life. It requires a conscious effort. Personal revelation from the Holy Ghost will prompt us to learn, speak, and act on eternal truth, the Savior's truth. The more we follow Christ, the more we will feel his love and direction. The more we feel his love and directions, the more we will want to speak and teach truth as he did, even when we are faced with opposition. We are all given this gift of personal revelation. But what are we going to do with that personal revelation? Here, Sister Beck talks about One of the most important things is to get that revelation and then act upon that. When we are doers, then we act upon that revelation that is given to us. She also said in the very end, even when we face opposition, when we act, when we do, we will come across opposition. But as I talked about earlier, the Lord will sustain us, sustain us. He will lift us up and help us with our burdens, just as he did with the people of Alma. When you are prompted or have a desire to do something good, and we are hesitant, then why or who do you think is causing you to hold back? In the Book of Mormon, in Moroni 7.16, it says, For behold, The Spirit of Christ is given to every man, that he may know good from evil. Wherefore, I show unto you the way to judge. For everything which inviteth to do good, and persuadeth to to believe in Christ, is sent forth by the power of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, you may know with a perfect knowledge it is of God. If you have a desire to stand for Christ, to serve as Christ did, 
to speak of Christ, teach of Christ, and you are hesitant or it stops you from doing so, then recognize that your light is strong and that your light will always conquer the darkness. Being a doer takes work. It is hard on all of us. It is so much easier to just read our scriptures and say our prayers and just um, fast for somebody. It's a lot easier to do all of those things. But actually getting out and doing the work, being that fisher of men, it takes work. But as we do this, as we serve, as we bring others to Christ, then we are helping building up his kingdom and we are bringing our light to this world. So I want to ask you again, how can you become more of a doer? Because he needs more doers than followers. I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast today. And hopefully this episode has inspired you to become more of a doer. As you receive revelation, you can set those fears and inhibitions aside and just go forward with faith and act upon these promptings that you have been given. I need your light. We all need your light. And the more light you shine, the better this world can become. Because remember, you are important, you are needed, and you are loved. Do you want to take your search for light to a higher and more meaningful way? Visit me at yourjourneyofhealing.com where you can find more info on courses, retreats, and virtual mentoring. If you'd like to book me to speak at your upcoming conference, retreat, or get-together, send me a message. You can follow me at Facebook under Liz Watt or Instagram under Liz Hills. Let's share this podcast so we can make this world a brighter place. I'll see you on the next episode because you are important, you are needed, and you, my friend, are loved. Thank you.